Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. So imagine a platform that studies what you spend on, how you spend, and uses that data to link you to personalized vouchers and deals so that hopefully you can save when you shop or at least spend wisely. Does that sound smart to you? Well, today we look at a company that uses AI to harness the information you already have on your telephone. And this company says it puts the power of your data back into your hands. We are checking Dobin out. They're a new financial app that says it is harnessing open finance. Dobin is a Singapore-based innovative startup. They use data analytics, artificial intelligence to extract insights from financial data. And the users of this app can they share, share insights from their data with lenders, with merchants, with other service providers for personalized offers in return. How does it all work? Let's find out with Khalid Guerba, founder of Dobin. Good morning, Khalid. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me. What a pleasure. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you so much. We are very happy to hear that here on Money and Me. Now, tell us for the listener who's new to this whole idea, what exactly is Dobin? Well, thanks for asking. But before getting into Dobbin, let me step back a little bit and mm-hmm. talk about the problems we're trying to solve for. I guess uh, living in Southeast Asia, we're all familiar with, the, with some mega trends that are happening here. There is the emergence of a middle class looking to consume. There is basically the, um, the lack of access to, to, to borrowing costs. There is uh, the proliferation of um, new means of paying and storing money. Those are pay wallets that we're all familiar with. And there is a shift towards e-commerce. Um, and especially during COVID, we've seen like a large shift to online purchases. So with all this, there's a lot of friction in the system, uh, namely um, the consumers, the new consumers that now have money to spend, so the, the, the middle class is having a hard time basically financing their their purchases and lifestyle by accessing borrowing. The, uh, the e-commerce shift has uh, basically triggered a multiplication of uh, spammy merchant offers. We all bombarded every week mm-hmm. with hundreds and hundreds of, uh, of offers, and we don't know which ones to make, uh, to make sense of. And finally, the, uh, the adoption of different ways to pay and store money made it very difficult for people to get a consolidated view of their financials and their spending. Anyway, so those, those friction points have led us to think about the different ways to help people uh, gain control of their financial uh, information and then maximize the outcome. And that's Dobbin. So in a nutshell, to answer your question, Dobbin is a money app which allows uh, users to do two things. One is to bring all their financial information sitting in any account, type of account, so bank account, credit card account, pay, wallet account in one place so that they can track their balances, their cash flows, their spend, expenses. The second value that Dobbin brings to the, to the users would be uh, to help them receive created personalized merchant discount offers based on their spending pattern. It's all automated. It has them uh, also understand which credit cards they should either apply for or use if they already have it to maximize earning rewards. And it also allows them to prove their value to lenders so that they can be approved for loans. Who's sending out these deals? Is Dobin agnostic or are you tying up with these institutions to funnel these deals our way? 
No, actually, the domain is completely agnostic. So domain is solving the noise in the market. So we look at all the offers that exist in the market, mm-hmm. whoever the provider, we match them against the, uh, your, basically your behavior informed by your data, because your data, financial data informs your needs, mm-hmm. your risk profile, and then we do the matching automatically. We tell you of the thousands of merchant offers that exist today in Singapore, mm-hmm. which ones are going to be contributing to, to cutting your spend in a meaningful way. So it's Dobin that's analyzing my data and figuring out the fit between uh, the, the sort of deals and my pattern of spending. Is that right? That's exactly correct. That's exactly correct. Okay. We, because, about tag, yeah. You know, because uh, consumers want to know who's accessing my data, who has access to my data. It's a great question, actually. So Dobin is, uh, is a consent-based value exchange. Mm-hmm. So we don't use your data. We basically, cho- first of all, like we allow you to consolidate your data in one place. If you don't want to share it, you can just use the Dobin app to track your financial balances, cash flow expenses, in a, in, a, in a meaningful way so that you, you get on top of your financing. Now, if you want to share insights from your data, first of all, we anonymize those insights, and then you control who you're sharing it with. You control which provider of value you're sharing it with. For instance, mm. if you want to apply for a loan, you say, I'm going to share my credit profile, which is one of the insights that we build from your data, mm-hmm. and Dobin would anonymize that credit profile, send it to a few lenders, they don't know it's you, on the basis of your information, they give you offers for loans. And if you, you know, pick one of them, then you opt in to reveal your identity to that, uh, to that lender and the transaction happens that way. And you, each time your data is being shared, you, you're in control of that sharing process. Okay, help us understand how Dobin harnesses open finance. I mean, is, is there going to be a lot of hurdles and friction points to getting all my different accounts and credit card holders to share all the information with your app? Well, uh, Michelle, I think you are spot on. I guess the, up to now, why this hasn't been possible is because of the friction to accessing data. And uh, there is a new trend in the industry called open finance which is basically getting hold of that data with uh, customer consent in a more automated way, more frictionless way. Um, so we are trying to do our best for that friction to be reduced uh, to the maximum. But th- th- there's always you know, some latency. Uh, we believe that the product we have built is, is 10 times better than anything that exists in the market, and we, ha- we are very customer-centric. So hopefully when you try the app, you will see that it's, uh, it's very engaging and smooth. Okay, so the app does more of the legwork. I won't be having to apply and fill out copious amounts of forms to get my bank to share the information with you? No, you won't. You okay, won't. great. It's fully automated. Good to hear. Now, help us understand, you mentioned an interesting example a while ago. Say you want a loan for a home, a new home. How can Dobin help there? What are sort of offers that con- consumers can receive in exchange for their data? All right, so... so let me uh, elaborate on this. So, so at this point, Dobin doesn't solve for mortgages. So we solve for consumer loans and credit cards, mm-hmm. like in secured loans. And, um, and basically, the, the problem statement, uh, be it uh, in Singapore, elsewhere, there is uh, in Southeast Asia, because that's where we're we basically uh, going to be uh, launching or expanding Dobin, mm. is that the segment of the population is excluded from, uh, from borrowing. And that segment are people who are called new to credit, I, either people who have that emerging middle class that I was talking about or people from the gig economy who have varying sources of income. Right. So for that population, they, 
they typically haven't borrowed in the past, they don't have credit history, and traditionally, you know, lenders you know, lend you money on the back of your good behavior when you, 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 you know, borrowed in the past and repaid in time. What we do is we build your uh, predicted uh, credit profile. I based on your spend data. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we basically give a sense of how healthy, uh, you know, a loan is going to be, you're going to be repaying towards a loan. Uh, what is the, the your affordability towards a loan? What is the true uh, quality of your income, given the different sources? Uh, what is basically the likelihood for you to be, to, to default in the loan and so forth? All that information is extracted from your spend data and income data, which sits on your bank account, credit card account, pay wallet account. And if you decided that you wanted to share that information with lenders because you want to, to be approved for loans, that's the extra bit of information they need so that they can take an informed decision. Now, yep, go yeah. ahead, Khalid. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to say one last comment is if you already have access to loans, information that extra, uh, sharing that extra bit of information can also allow you to get better interest rates. At least that, that's our goal. Okay, that's very important these days when people are wondering how much higher interest rates can go uh, for loans. You spent 20 years in banking, Khalid. Help us understand, take us behind the scenes, why is this information in our bank accounts valuable? Well, I guess by now we should be all pretty convinced of the value of data. So we see it every day in social media, when we search on the Internet, um, what I call the data economy is basically the process of doing two things. One is using the data you generate to understand your behavior and your, your needs. And second, giving access to, to you, uh, like giving access to providers of services and products to you based on that information to make sure that they, they're targeting you with the right uh, offers and products. Up to now, big tech companies have used online data, social media data to do that work. Now, your transaction data, it is possible to do the same with your transaction data. And the reason why uh, it is possible is because of open finance and AI. Now, what, what Dobin is, is doing is we don't use your data on your behalf. We allow you to extract insights from your data, and then you can share that data uh, with whoever you want to, to, basically, um, to basically get access to the best deals. But you provide those link-ups, those, those links up, link-ups to those different institutions? Yes, correct. So, right. so Robin is a platform, is a marketplace. You mm-hmm. have an app on the consumer side, but then you have also APIs and uh, what we call web portals, which face like the, uh, the institutions, the providers of value. Uh, those are lenders, not necessarily banks, but could be banks as well, as well as, as merchants. One, one last thing to add on the question that you, you mentioned to, to bring it to life. Uh, your transaction data can basically inform different things. Uh, for instance, to give you some examples, mm-hmm. uh, how, so basically, who is, who is likely to travel in the next few weeks? Mm-hmm. To what destination? Who is likely to like a particular merchant? Who is likely to leave a particular financial institution? Who is likely to adopt the pay wallet, the financial product, and so forth. All that information could be extracted from you know, the data you generate by using different, uh, different accounts to spend and lend. Now, if we give you back the power of that data, then you can you know, extract value from it. What is your business model? What exactly are you monetizing at Dobin? So we strongly believe that the, the data belongs to people who, who generate it. Uh, so the, 
and we believe that we create value from two a two-step process. One is automation. So, you know, cutting through the noise, as I mentioned, making sense of all the offers that already exist in the market and, you know, recommending to you which ones you should, you should use or should, you should pick up, be it a discount offer, be it a credit card offer, uh, be it a loan. Second is if you want to share your anonymized uh, insights, uh, insights from your data, then you get value. So we believe that in that process of value creation, the value should mainly go to the, to the users, so because they're, the, they're the, the, the owners of the data. We, uh, we don't charge the user. We believe that they're already contributing that data, so it's free. Uh, we charge lenders, merchants, banks once there is a transaction. I want the user take up a discount offer, take up a, loan, a personalized discount offer, I should, uh, should be specific. Uh, they take up a loan or they take up a credit card. One thing to note, though, is we don't have, back to your earlier question, mm -hmm. we don't have any ties with a particular provider of value. We take the data very seriously, mm -hmm. and we let it speak for the best interest of users. We don't have any particular interest in favoring one uh, provider versus another. All right. You know, when it comes to data, security is always paramount. So where is my data going to be stored, and how secure is that storage? Well, you, you absolutely... Spot on. So, especially in the current environment, data security is, uh, is the most important thing for us. Um, so, the, the data is stored on your phone. Mm -hmm. we, we basically, any, like, you're the only one who sees your, your basically detailed financial information, i.e. your income, your expenses, and so forth. If we were to, to basically extract insights from your data, we, we do two things. One, we, so that we can get, get your deals. We de-identify it, so we make sure that we remove anything that makes it possible to, to, to know that it's you. And second is we aggregate it, so we don't, we don't share any granular data. Then the information that is passed through to our partners to secure this for you is, is encrypted, is secured. We use the same encryption methods than all financial institutions, including banks, and we have basically top-notch technology to, to make sure that the data is never, uh, is never compromised. Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head around this model. I mean, the benefit would be personalized sort of credit histories, for example. I mean, in the U.S., I think people understand how important credit histories are. And I think uh, in lots of parts uh, of Asia, part of the pain points of people coming to Singapore, coming to Asia, is that they're realizing some of their credit histories are not transferable. And I'm wondering if any of your insights can help there. Well, it's a, it's a good question. Actually, that's one of the use cases. At this point, we aggregate your data in Singapore if you have different bank accounts and pay wallet accounts, and that data builds your credit history that, or credit, sorry, credit profile that would allow you to access loans. We can obviously imagine in the future that we would use if you are a foreigner coming to Singapore and you already have you know, bank account behavior in different, like in another market, we can use that information to build the same for you. This is probably, you know, a few steps ahead of us. Uh, we're trying to solve for Singaporeans who are based in Singapore and later on for, for Southeast Asian uh, markets, uh, you know, getting the best deals. But right. I also want to, to emphasize that it's not just about accessing credit. Mm. So we, we basically 
aim at solving for financial well-being uh, in a different ways mm-hmm. by using AI and advanced analytics. So let, let me unpack it maybe yeah. uh, to bring it to life. So, so we believe that to maximize or achieve financial well-being, maximize your financial income, you need to go through a, a four-step process. So number one, you need to understand your money. And understanding your money means that you need to bring all the information from the different uh, accounts that you're using in one place uh, to then uh, critic or take a closer look to the trends. Am I, how much I'm spending every month? In what category? Am I burning cash or am I creating cash every month? How much my balance is, is evolving every month? So that's the first step that's foundational to understanding your money. The second step is to, to uh, basically um, manage your money. And that means being very, very um, specific about what, what financial goals do you have? What is the financial contingency plan that you want? Uh, are you going to be making a large purchase in the future? So once you answer those questions, it's about then deciding what's the budget I need to set up for myself every month so that I can, can create that extra cash that I need. Uh, do I need a loan in the future uh, so that I can you know, finance the large purchases? That's step two. Step three is about saving up on your money. And that's about identifying all the merchant offers, discount offers that are available in the market, identifying all the credit cards, rewards that are available in the market, and then making sense of them. Mm-hmm. Which ones are relevant to me? Which ones I should use when I purchase at a particular merchant? Uh, to is there a discount when I'm making that decision that I can use? Is there which card I should be using to maximize mice if I like mice and so forth? And the last step is about growing your money, which is deciding how much money I, I want to put aside to invest and then where do I invest it. So Dobbin helps users on the first three steps. Right. I understanding, uh, managing, and saving up on your money. Well, you know, my bank has been trying to get me to give it the information that it needs just from SG Findex, and I've been uh, resisting that. I'm pretty private about my information. So what is the relevance of Dobin in a context like Singapore when you already have a sort of an aggregator, SG Findex? Yes, it's a great question. So I guess SG Findex is a great proposition. Uh, It's a great step towards helping Singaporeans gain the consolidated view of their assets, liabilities, and hence Net income, it is foundational for people to make sure that they they covered when it comes to long-term financial protection and also life event protection, protected, protected from life events, mm-hmm. adverse life events. Now, what we're solving for is, is different with Dobbin. With Dobbin, we're solving for more immediate daily maximization of your financial outcome. So we help you basically cut your monthly spend on a meaningful uh, way because we're bringing you the offers that you need to do that. We're helping you uh, further get uh, having a double dip by maximizing earning rewards, like minus points, or cash back if you like cash back so that you can, you know, fly free for your travel at the end of the year. So we, we are very tactical about, you know, helping you maximize your financial outcome. And this would, would obviously contribute to the, your financial well-being in the long term. Now, the two differences uh, I would say is we use, you can refresh Dobbin every day and you would see transaction data. I, every single transaction you make in any given account, which allows for a detailed 
assessment of is my spend on transportation growing versus last month and so forth. Mm-hmm. With SGF index, you get the balances and it's, it's refreshed on a monthly basis. I see. Okay, thanks for that. Now, before we let you go very quickly, I see it's early access only. So are my listeners going to be able to try out Dobin if they head to your website and they type in their details? Is it open to everybody right now or not? It's not yet open to everybody. So we are very close to launch and we are at at the moment uh, trying out the app with with different um, users. Uh, We will go live very soon. Uh, I can't uh, comment on the on the on the timing for that. We want to to save it for the big reveal. But anyone who is excited about the prospect of uh, getting value from or having Dobbin to help them get value, they can sign up in our wait, wait list and we'll reach out to them uh, either prior to the launch for them to be to test the app or at launch we would inform them on, on when everyone can download the app from the app store. All right, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much, Kali Guerba, the founder of Dobin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.